Good morning, Pat Ziemer here from MagnaWave. Welcome to the MagnaWave office hours. We come to you every Tuesday morning at this time to answer any questions that you may have with regard to pulsed electromagnetic field therapy. So we can uh, familiarize you with that, bring you up to speed on any of the, those questions that you that you may have. We like to uh, cover anything from training to machines to uh, what what's the differences in strengths and gauss, anything that you may want to know, uh, we'd be happy to answer those questions for you. Uh, what we think we do to set MagnaWave apart, whatever, whatever it may be. So anyway, that's what we're going to do. That's what we're here to do. If you'd like to call, and there's a reason to call today, uh, you can dial 502-599-9722. Send a text to that number. Text your first name to that number, and then I will call you back, and we can have the conversation that you'd like to have with regard to any of those questions that you may have about PEMF, pulsed electromagnetic field therapy. So before we get into that. Well, let me go back one more thing. Today's, we're in the holiday season here, so what I'm going to do is, uh, if you call and uh, share with me uh, your most, your favorite story about MagnaWave PEMF uh, and how it's affected something that you've been doing with it, your favorite uh, sharing story about MagnaWave, we'll give you some MagnaWave gear. It could be a hat, it could be a jacket, it could be a mug, one of these kind of mugs that I carry around with me all the time, whatever it may be, gear day here at uh, MagnaWave. And if we get up to 50 viewers I'll give away a couple of attachments or I'll give away a PEMF device uh, one of our small new low power devices that we're going to be have available uh, that's what we're going to do today so uh, text your first name to 502-599-9722 to ask a question or tell us uh, something about uh, that you've a good story that you've got about uh, MagnaWave and PEMF uh, for this holiday season. Okay, while I'm waiting for a text, because someone's going to text because they want to get that gear, I want to tell you some uh, new developments uh, that have come up. We've talked a lot about CE, which is the which is the international uh, designation for an FDA type of device or safety type of device around the world. Uh, in Europe and Canada, South America, Australia, many uh, nations use the CE approval. Now our devices, the new B2 machine, the SIMI device, the uh, Ares, which is a new device that's coming, and the Maya devices are all now CE approved. The factory's been approved, the uh, safety testing for the machines has been completed and approved, uh, so we needed to get all this stuff done. The factory audits, the company audits, uh, to verify uh, how they build the machines and what goes on with them. So now we have CE Health Device. There are two types of CEs uh, that's used internationally. One just means it's electrically safe and that it's an electrically safe device that can be used in those countries. The other is a medical uh, usage for CE and the CE that we have and that's been granted and the stickers are being printed to start going on the machines uh, is a CE medical uh, approval. So that means that it can be, uh, the devices can be sold into uh, those countries accepting that designation uh, for health purposes. And so that's going to be interesting as we develop that and, and kind of make that happen. Oh, we got a couple of people that are uh, coming in here. So let's uh, get on that. Let me open the uh, first one here and uh, we'll give this a shot. Um, Natalie is calling. Let's, uh, here we go. 
Okay. Let's bring up Natalie. See if it's good. Here we go. Hello. Natalie? Yes? How are you? This is Pat Zemer with MagnaWave. Hi, Pat. Uh, thanks for calling. Hey, good deal. Good. So, uh, do you have a question for me or you want to share your, one of your favorite MagnaWave moments? Well, we've been using um, MagnaWave last time my for the last year. Um, I used to use acupuncture all the time and uh -huh. he hated needles and he had a stifle injury from going through a fence. And uh, the MagnaWave has been really wonderful at helping him heal the rest of the way and, and uh, making it less invasive than using acupuncture. He really, really uh, likes it and relaxes for it. And, um, and then I started using it because I have a fused neck yeah. from a car accident. And, um, you know, when she comes up and treats my horse, I have her treat me as well. And um, I found a lot of pain relief that I couldn't find any other way before. So I really appreciate MagnaWave and what it does and, and find it very, very helpful, both in the healing process of new injuries and old injuries. Great. Natalie, I appreciate that very much. That's a great uh, sharing there. Here's what you need to do is uh, if you will send your name and address to support at PEMF at mwpemf.com, we'll get get you right back to what gear is available and get you some gear. All right. Well, I appreciate that very much. Thank okay. you, sir. And you Thank have a great day and a great Thanks. holiday. Uh-huh, Natalie. All thank right. you. Bye-bye. Again, uh, Natalie, that's uh, send your name and address to uh, support at mwpemf, and uh, we'll write back to you. We've got your list that you're on the uh, list here to receive some gear, so that that's a good thing. Okay, we have another one. Let's go here. Uh, it's from Jackie. Let's uh, see what Jackie's got for us. Here we go, dialing up. Always got to wait for it to ring to come together. Could do a little dance if you're listening Hello, to this us. is Jackie. Hey, Jackie, Pat Zemer, MagnaWave. How are you today? Hello. Hello, Jackie. Can you hear me? Jackie? Can you hear me? What's going on? Jackie, are you there? No. Jackie? Hello? Well... For some reason, we don't have Jackie on the line. She came on. We'll try it. We'll dial it one more time. See if we can uh, get her to be able to hear us. I think this will be fun today to uh, see what uh, folks are thankful for, how they've used MagnaWave. Hi, can, can hi you, Pat. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can. Good. I'm sorry. I'm watching you on the computer, so it's a little delayed. <laughs> uh, no problem. So Jackie's with us. Uh, do you have a question or you want to share a MagnaWave story with us? I would like to share a MagnaWave story. Okay. Um, I just received my MagnaWave back in September and certifi got certified. And I've been having great success with it. But the biggest success was my own horse, uh, who was having a small you know, bout of colic, mm -hmm. uh, gas colic. And I did a full body treatment on her and could just watch all her muscles just relax. And she started to feel so much better, you know, within 20 minutes. So it was just an amazing thing to watch, you know, who was not feeling well like that. 
and have them just relax and feel better. It was amazing. That's incredible. So did you do just the one treatment and you got a change in the horse's condition? Just, just in 20 minutes. I mean, she was, again, it wasn't a, you know, severe colic. It was a gas colic, but she was very uncomfortable. And, you know, she started to just hang her head. I watched, you know, her back was tense and hollow and i just watched it like open up like a balloon it was amazing it was just an amazing thing to watch well that's fantastic and i really thank you for for sharing that information now what you need to do is send your name and address to uh uh, support at PEMF or mag at mw get that right (laughs) mwpemf.com and we'll get you some gear awesome thank you so much pat i'm just so happy to be part of the magnawave family love it love it love it thank you so much have a great holiday all righty you too bye-bye that was a great story about being able to use uh, the MagnaWave to get some temporary, not temporary, but get some relief from a gas colic type of situation. And you know, that plays out in animals, small animals, that plays out in people. If you're feeling some discomfort and, and gas and, and constipation type of thing, you might very well use the MagnaWave on your abdomen or whatever the area that you uh, feel that you're having an issue and uh, potentially get some relief, the relief that you're looking for. So any other questions, uh, please uh, put them up there. Do we have any questions that have come up in the chat board, Brad? Um, yeah, there are, it looks like there's something. Here we go. How many MagnaWave machines, oh my. How many, Mag- John, you're asking a good question. How many Mag- machi- MagnaWave machines are there now and will any be phased out? Um, let's see, there is the one, two, uh, I, I, I'm going to talk about models first and then we can talk about different cases because some of them come in different cases, but we got the Max, the Maya, the, uh, the uh, Vesta Duo, the Ares, Simi, uh, and then a couple low power machines are coming. We have the Pulse Pro machine and the and the new machine that's coming, the Soul, the, the PMF Solution Soul device. So that's seven. I believe there are seven uh, high power machines. Oh, and the B2. So there's eight high power uh, machines uh, today, going starting from the B2 all the way up to the max. Will any be phased out? The, the plan is not to phase anything out uh, at this point. Certainly there are some new models that, that have come in and there are machines that are not as popular as they were at one time for whatever reason because of the changes in technology and changes in, uh, in people's desires and so forth. But there's really no plans to phase anything out at this point in time, particularly, uh, John, in the CE designation area that we're going to use uh, uh, around the world for people to be able to use these devices uh, doing other things going forward. So uh, there's eight different devices at this point, unless I've missed something in the count. Of course, they're all available on the website uh, to, to view and, and learn about and uh, no plans to phase anything out uh, at this point. Market will tell us what to do and how that how that will play out. Great question. Thanks, John, for asking. And then we've got a couple of uh, texts here. Let's see. Let's take a look. Uh, this is from Liz. Let's call Liz up here. Okay. Here we go. Dialing out. See what we got. And then we'll have some other questions that are coming up for sure. Hello, this is Liz. Hey, Liz. Good morning. Pat Zemer with MagnaWave. 
Hi, Pat. How are you? I'm good. Do you have a question or you want to share a MagnaWave story? I wanted to share a MagnaWave story with you. Okay. Um, my mom, my mom is, is going to be 96 next month, and uh, she had some pretty significant uh, arthritic changes in her knees, and she had a lot of uh, venous insufficiency in both legs. Um, had didn't have any feeling on the soles of her feet. Her nail beds were kind of pale, sometimes a little bluish. Right. And uh, so uh, when I got my MagnaWave machine back in August, uh, that was one of the main reasons I got it. Plus, we also have standard bred racehorses, but mom was the primary reason. Uh-huh. Um, started using it on her three times a week. Uh, and after three weeks, she called me and said she slept through the entire night without any pain. Wow. And she'd been, exper she'd been experiencing pain every night, had to w get up in the middle of the night, walk around, try to, you know, rub her knees, her legs, her feet, uh, just so that she could get a little bit of relief to go back to sleep. And right. so she was very sleep deprived and, uh, you know, kind of, it, it really impacted her quality of life. So um, keep treating her. Now I'm just basically keeping her on a maintenance one to two times a week. She has feeling feeling in both soles of her feet. Her nail beds are pink, um, and she has zero pain in her knees. Wow, that's so, incredible. So it, it is truly, truly amazing. Um, I took her to our family doctor, and he was astounded. He could not believe the difference in her. Amazing. Um, so needless to say, we are so grateful for this machine. Um, it has really made a huge impact on her life. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, great story and keep using it on her and certainly uh, take care of your uh, standard bred uh, racehorses as well. And um, that would be, that's wonderful. So Liz, just be sure to uh, send your name and full address to uh, MW support at MW, they've got a different address. Magna, they both work. They both work. MWPEMF.com or MagnaWavePEMF.com. Thank you so much for calling, Liz. Thank you. Uh-huh. Have a great holiday. Bye-bye. You too. Bye now. Wow, that was a, a great story. And You know, people of all ages can uh, certainly benefit and utilize MagnaWave to help them uh, have, to have better wellness and feel better and, and just be better prepared for their bodies to uh, heal themselves. We have another one here from Hazel. Let's see here. Let me do some dialing. I hate to not be talking while I'm dialing, so we don't have, oh, oh, I think I made a mistake. Let me go back. Oh, let me do, let me do the whole thing. I messed a, I made a mistake there. See, I got excited about trying to uh, keep communicating and uh, misdial. So here we go. Oh, now it's busy. Let's try it again. Well, phone issues. Okay, here we go. Okay, got the number dialed. Hit the dial. Here it goes. We're going to ring up Hazel and uh, hopefully get another good MagnaWave story. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Hazel. How are I'm you? Pat. I'm good. Um, my, I have a few testimonials, and one leads to the other. Okay. I broke my uh, greater humerus last spring. Uh -huh. and had a practitioner work on it. And the orthopedic surgeon, after I went back after six weeks, couldn't even tell where it was broke. Wow. So that was major. Um, I wasn't able to 
get in contact with her or meet with her all summer to get treatments for my rotator cuff. So I bought a machine. <laughs> and uh, my, my rotator cuff is totally healed. And so this leads to another of a high school football player uh, dislocated his shoulder. And so then he had rotator cuff problems. And um, I gave him three treatments. The first treatment, he couldn't lift his hand above his waist. Wow. After the third treatment, he could raise his arm, and he has had no problems after that at all. Wow. High so school football Magnet player. Wave has high school football player, yep. And, and he's came back because he broke a bone in his hand, and he, they're, they're just so thrilled with this machine. They're, they're like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's such a, a, we are true believers, and honestly, so are we. Well, great. Hazel, I really so, appreciate yeah. it. Great testimonial, great stories. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, and don't forget, uh, send your uh, name and full address to support at MagnaWave PEMF, and we'll get you some gear. Have a, hap have a happy holiday. Uh, thanks. You also. Thanks, Pat. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. We got another one. Uh, uh, post operative yeah sure let me pull this up here <clears throat> here we go several testimonials oh. misdialed again so I just I punched a button wrong oh my gosh I need to have somebody good dial these things for me so I can <laughs> don't lose track of what's uh, what's going on slow down Okay, got it up. Dial it up. Here we go. This person's got dozens of testimonials. Let's get the good ones. Good morning, Pat. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great, thank God. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Who do I have? It's Kathleen Myron. Oh, hi, Kathleen. Great. So you got some testimonials. Give us the give us the one or two best I, ones. I tell you, I, I every day. Every day I could share another story, but um, I'll tell you quickly about my daughter, Katie, who had a tonsillectomy last month. Um, her tonsils were so bad, they were uh, pressing together. Every time we'd MagnaWave, of course, we'd get some resolution. Right. But then it would, you know, if you weren't using it constantly, clearly these tonsils were problematic and had to come out. Right. So what we did was I put on a product, a protocol of... Um, I treated her quite aggressively about a week or two before the surgery. Uh huh. Um, every day. Okay. Um, after the surgery, I waited about three days because that's what I typically do. I usually give it a three-day window. Okay. Um, because you have the bleeding. Right. Um, so I started out with um, like a low pulse, you know, like about a 20-minute, just real low mm -hmm. um, setting on the third day. Um. But and, and that was helping her, but the medication she was on, she had an adverse reaction. She was completely vomiting. She was oh. um, had the head spin. Um, I thought I was gonna have to take her to the emergency room. She was so sick. Oh my! Um, so I got her off the got her off the medication. Waited about you know six seven hours, kind of cleared out of her system. Sure. Started magnetizing her aggressively because this was a situation that you know you don't go on low pulse. So I I put I put the lasso around her neck and I turned it up 
um, to about a level seven, which was about as much as she could tolerate. Right. And I just, I did that for about an hour, like morning and night. She was fine. I mean, after the first time she was fine, had no vertigo. She couldn't get, she could not get rid of the vertigo. She had that, that medication. So I think it helped to detox that medication, get that out of her system, took down all that inflammation and swelling and the pain. Her pain level was beyond a 10. Took that pain down to about a five. Wow. And she was able to manage her pain without any pain medications. Um, and she she really, it was a tough, because she's like almost 17, it was a tough surgery for someone that age. Right. Um, and honestly, you know, she went she went three weeks later and had her post-op and um, he, you know, the doctor had to look at the report. He thought that she was a couple months out after having her tonsillectomy. And I said, no, she just had them out three weeks ago. So she um, she had a remarkable recovery with, um, you know, with treating with what I had done. Right. You know? um, again, I was a little reluctant to start treating too Soon. much right. because of the vasculature increasing circulation with the tonsillectomy because of blood flow, you know, right. in that area. Right. So... You know, but then you have to discern at some point where there's so much pain involved. <laughs> That's right. You know, pain's no good. <laughs> yeah. So um, it, it was tremendous. Um, you know, with her recovering her after her tonsillectomy, and then of course my my own person, our personal horse situation, where it was colicking, slipped out because I've treated a lot of colic horses um, at our barns, of course. But you're kind of more, you know, objective. Right. You know, you're just it's. I mean, even though I love the animals, it's not my animal. Right. And um, when it came down to our horse, um, my daughter's uh, world champion horse that she's won in nationals and, and all that, and world champion, uh, he came out here to Ohio after being in Southern California and colicked um, two months after he was here, had a big old lipoma, and they removed it um, without resecting it. Um, he was a slow recovery. Um, I was reluctant, you know, I had to educate the doctors here on Magnawave because they didn't want me using it on them. Right. Um, after three days, I finally was able to, um, I, I was working on some of the Amish horses here and then they saw, and the Amish people were there and they knew about Magnawave. So I actually helped them recover a horse there that um, while I was there at the animal clinic, um, who had a fractured leg, um, treating it, uh, this is during while my horse was there, right. treated this other horse, a standard bred horse, uh, with the large loop around the leg while it was splinted. Um, they were going to put the horse down, but they were going to give it three, four days. And I treated the horse every day, very aggressively, actually, as long as the horse could tolerate, the horse let me know. He started nudging me when he was done, right. which was usually about an hour. And I did it once or twice a day for him. And that horse was full weight bearing. Of course, he wasn't out, you know, <laughs> dancing, but right. he was able to bear full weight on that leg after, um, on the fourth day. Wow. And he was able to go home. That's incredible. And the doctor, Dr. Milligan there at the um, um, clinic in Burton, she was amazed. So between her splinting technique and the MagnaWave, it, it saved that horse. And our horse, in the meantime, just, you know, I was magna-waving him, and we kept having these conversations. We finally came to the conversation about three weeks out that we were going to maybe put him down because he would he would get better, and then he would relapse. He'd get better, he'd relapse. Right. 
uh, they thought he was forming adhesion. Well, I just got real aggressive on the MagnaWave. He told me not to go over the suture lines. I did not. I, I avoided wow. the suture line area. Right. But I went around it, increased it. Um, we just really amped it up. We combined that with a little bit of some acupuncture as well. You know, because sure. I don't think one thing is the be-all, end-all. Sure. Um, but I'm going to tell you what, that horse wouldn't be here today. And I don't know the emotional status of my daughter if that horse would have died at that wow. time. Wow, that's incredible. Um, would have taken her down. But he, we had the conversation. We're going to, maybe the horse heard. I don't know. But we were, we said, you know, we're, we think we're going to have to put him down this evening. We, I magna-waved him very aggressively on the high setting for a few hours we were all in tears sobbing we went out and got some coffee and came back two hours later and he was he went from laying down at the end of the stall like he was just going to curl up and die to he was standing at the front of the stall waiting for us to come with his ears forward there you there you go that's we took him home we took him home two days later he had some situations afterwards of gas colic from dehydration. Uh-huh. Magnavation, like the other gal talked about, gas colic. It 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 was self limiting. It it resolved with the with the magnawave. Wow. So I'm telling you, this horse and my daughter, you know, c- close to home, and I have my own stories as well. But every day, um, I'm so blessed to be to have this device. I can't even say. Well, thank you. Those are a couple of great stories, and and we always enjoy hearing from you, and and, uh, thank you. And I want you to have happy holidays. Be sure to uh, send your information to support at magnawavepmf.com. We'll get you some more gear. Of course. Thanks, Kathleen. Okay. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Great stories. I mean, it, it, this is this is really fun. What a great way to uh, kind of look at and celebrate the holiday. I think we have some questions here. Uh, let's see what we got uh, from John again. Has anyone used MagnaWave on the feet only and felt systemic effects? Uh, I would say, John, that I treat my feet daily, feet and lower legs daily, and uh, certainly can tell a difference in the uh, circulation uh, in my legs and feet that I've experienced, and my doctor just says to me, well, you're getting old, you're going to have those kind of things, that's no fun, (laughs) but at any rate, uh, it certainly helps. Now, from a systemic application to treat the feet, uh, the, the feet quite often, you know, for reflexology, when we treat headaches, we treat the feet, so to treat the feet uh, to enhance the body the way reflexology is used to enhance the body can certainly lead I would res- I would think from uh, treating the area to systemic uh, results or systemic eth- effects throughout the body from the blood circulation issue obviously the blood's coming down circulating through the feet and then moving on to the rest of the body so if you are treating the blood in the feet that's going to go everywhere you're going to see we find that if we prick someone's finger, treat their low back for 15 minutes, come back and do a dark field microscopy, that it, the overall systemic blood flow is improved just that fact, fast. And we're not talking about microcirculation, I'm talking about overall body circulation, so an improved blood flow. So most certainly, John, you can treat the feet and lower legs and get a full 
blood rejuvenation, revive to thrive type of, type of action uh, throughout the body. Good question. Thank you, John. I think there might be another one. Let's see what uh, we have here. Some, my Maya sometimes has an inconsistency, inconsistency in the pulse. I have done the reset. <clears throat> it is still does happen. Not all the time. Do I need to do the reset on a regular basis? Any idea why this happens? Thanks. Of course. What happens is you're putting a magnetic field, a magnetic signal into the body and the body offers resistance and in many cases depending on the moisture content the muscular content of the body and what's going on you can get what is termed as an inconsistent it'll go click 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 and it's responding uh it's a responsive type of action to the energy and the pemf that you're putting into the body it's normal it doesn't occur on every person it doesn't occur at every location of the body it just depends uh what's happening with that type of situation it also has something to do with the environment that you're in if there's moisture in the air a lot of static in the air you know, this is an electrical impulse that travels through that coil to create the magnetic field that penetrates the body so it can be influenced by the environment around it as far as moisture uh, sensitivity so on a static li like electricity and things like that that can uh, on occasion uh, show an inconsistency in the uh, signal and that's uh, on a digital device as well as an analog device a little more frequent on an analog device because it is a live spark that's created not a computer computer generated uh, source of energy, but the resistance is there. It's all resistance based. The length of the coil, the number of feet of the copper wire, the whole thing is all based on resistance and flows uh, back and forth, which can produce those types of uh, uh, results or those types of, of activity while you're doing a treatment. Thank you, Silky, Sil for uh, asking th that particular question. Anyone else has a question? Just uh, please. Um, Let's see, do we get, let's see, I do believe we got a new one. Yep, we do. Uh, got a couple of questions. Let me bring it up here. Okay. Here we go. This is, uh, this is from Wendy. And we'll ring Wendy up and uh, see what her thoughts might be. This is Wendy. Hey, Wendy, good morning. Pat Zemer with MagnaWave. Good morning, Pat. How are you? I'm great. You say you got a question? Excellent. Yes, sir. Let me try to stand where I have better cell reception. Okay. I have uh, three questions for you. All two right. human and one equine. Okay. So um, the first with the human, I have um, an owner of a horse who fell and hurt her knee. She's been to the doctor. Nothing's broken. Um, they just tell her there's fluid on the knee, but it's not in a sack. So they weren't going to drain it. Okay. So um, can MagnaWave help the fluid dissipate faster? Absolutely. Absolutely. Basically, Great. you're going to massage the area. You're going to stimulate the lymphatic system to be functioning and uh, can most certainly help move the fluid off of the area. No question. Perfect. Um, these same people have a horse, uh, a Clydesdale, that has an abscess. And I was over there yesterday trying to get the abscess to blow. Worked on it for about an hour. Oh really couldn't see any evidence of it blowing, but the horse was definitely less sensitive. Okay. Um, I did put the, the large loop 
in the bucket of water that uh, the foot we were soaking, and the uh, owner asked me if the if the pulse was stronger because of the water being more conductive, and I honestly didn't know how to answer that. There, that that is correct. There is a okay. there there is a a school of operation to where people will get into a, a sauna. Uh, or a um, hot tub and then treat themselves mm -hmm. you can get much more intensity you can you can feel and take more intensity in the water and and so so if you have good massive amount of energy then maybe the result that you're looking for can be achieved in a more rapid uh, type of manner so to do it that way would be fine you could also put the coil underneath now uh, and so this is a this is a good size animal so you you're um, yeah um, you might might try. Uh, have you put the small loop around the hoof? It's a Clydesdale. Her hoof is huge. I know. <laughs> I, I know. Well, either either really get the butterfly around. Okay, you could you could you could kind of arc it around it. Like if you put it on your head, you're only covering half the head. So you could put it right. on and and approach it from that situation. You'll be able to probably turn it up higher with the with the butterfly and get a more intense signal into the area to help bring that a little more rapidly. Okay, great. I'm going over there again in a few minutes. Gonna try and uh, get it to uh, come out today. Hopefully okay. we'll have good luck. Okay, sounds great. Um, I got one? one more question for All you, right. Pat. Perfect. So I had a, uh, a woman um, call me who um, had pain, rotating pain. Sometimes it was in her shoulder, sometimes it was in her back, uh, feet, knees, and she had heard about me and wanted to give it a try. Um, sent her all the information ahead of time. Within two minutes of treating her, she had uh, what I would call a severe uh, reaction to the magnetic field. Her chest felt tight. She felt nauseous. She felt sick. Um, so we stopped, and you know, I told her this could be the Herxheimer reaction, and um, she really felt terrible for the rest of the day. She could taste metal in her mouth. Mm -hmm. um, she is perhaps willing to try it again. Um, what I want to be able to tell her is, I'm sure this reaction is going to happen again, but is there any sort of timetable of how long this reaction will happen? Well, here's the, a lot of, there are, I always say one out of a hundred people who have a chemical makeup in their body that it, that they're just uncomfortable with this type of therapy. Uh, they're okay. also probably uncomfortable around microwaves, and if they're outside by high voltage wires, those types of situations. So uh, if the person in, in, is very toxic, now she's got something going on where she's having this pain For sure. moving around her yeah. body, whether that's a chemical imbalance that's causing that to happen, uh, a vitamin deficiency or something else that, that's causing it to happen certainly plays into this arena. And uh, it, it, so with repeated treatments, uh, you are detoxing. And, but if you have somebody that just has that type of reaction, in some cases you'll do that and they'll feel that, but the next day they feel absolutely wonderful. Now, when you, and I have experienced over the years, someone with, a, with an RA, uh, a rheumatoid arthritis type of uh, situation, uh, that they, you know, they're just uncomfortable and it takes multiple treatments where before you can find if they're having the pain today in the shoulder, tomorrow on the hip, you got to kind of chase it around. So I can't say she may not have it at all the second time. She may, what I would do, if it took two minutes for it to come last time, I would treat her for a minute. 
and, okay. and, and a very moderate setting and stop and see how she does. It may be a situation that you want to sneak up on it, if you will. It may be only that she can take comfortably a one or two minute treatment as she's detoxing or as this whole this particular situation is being dealt with. So that would be a way to, to approach it. Treat her hips. You know, if you treat, for example, if you treat her low torso, you're treating her whole body. You're going to get good blood right. flow improving everywhere, which can make help the body better fight off this inflammation that's giving her pain in other areas of the body. If you don't, if if you treat her shoulder and it's close to her lungs and all that, as far as immediate blood flow that makes her uncomfortable, you might be better off to treat her low back uh, and area for just a short period of time. Let her deal with it. Let her body acclimate and deal with it and move it in that fashion. Okay, great. Thanks so much, Pat. Yeah, be sure to uh, send your name and full address to support at magnawavepmf.com, and we'll get you some gear. All right, thank you much. Thank you. Have a great holiday. Bye-bye. You too. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Okay, great, uh, great questions. Uh, great sharing of information, so we always uh, appreciate that. Let's see if we've had any other uh, uh, Let's see. Got that? That's, that's taken care of. So if you have a question... Uh, please uh, send it to me. Do we have something from someone here, Brad? Let's see. Just see my semi and I've been trying the attachments on myself. With the holidays coming up, how is the best way to introduce PEMF to the family? Great question, uh, Jeff. Uh, what I would do is, I, you know, what I do when I first started. Uh, do you have any pain? How's your back? How's your knee? How's your shoulder? How's your elbow? How's your wrist? And if, if any of them are having that, and I would venture to say if your family's like mine, everybody's got a little something going on that they're, partic that they're dealing with. And what I would do is just have that conversation. Have a story. Use one of the stories you've heard today. Use a story that I have shared on various videos and various broadcasts about how we used it in our family and then demonstrate it. The other way to do it, if you, hey, I want to show you what I'm doing and how I'm using it, sit in this chair, put it on their little back, put it on medium, uh, and then put it on maybe high if they want, but just put it on there and let them feel it. It's always intriguing to someone to feel it. So if you put that, that large loop on their back and started it low and moved it up to medium and it high, if that's it, they'll feel the pulsing. They'll feel the sensation in their body and they'll talk about it. And then you can treat areas if they have uh, areas that need to, be, uh, need to be treated. So Jeff, great question. Thank you so much for, uh, for asking and uh, appreciate that very much. Let's see, do we have another one uh, here? Looks like we do. Here we go. Uh, are Clorox wipes safe for cleaning the attachments? I cannot get rid of, of the harsh smell, which I love, but some human clients don't. Baby wipes have been helping with getting attachments clean, but not the smell. I would certainly use Clorox wipes uh, at that point over that uh, to help with that. Now, that these are... Um, the, the tubing that is used on these is a surgical grade microbial uh, resistant tubing, but that doesn't mean that you're not going to have dirt and hair and stuff like that that kind of leaves leaves an odor uh, if 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 it does. But I would certainly use the Clorox wipes to get uh, more intense on it, and uh, if if there's something, don't be afraid to spray a little Febreze on it and wipe it in there. That might. Uh, do something as well, but certainly you could uh, use Clorox wipes to uh, 
to get you could use you know if you want to put a little stronger bleach and put on some rubber gloves and use a, a rag with a, a bleachy water type of substance to really get after it you're, that's fine as well great question uh rihanna rian and uh, appreciate it very much okay i think we have another one here from john yep john here you talk about improving blood and lymphatic circulation when using PMF. What do you think about the effects others speak about, such as improving ATP, cell membrane potential, etc.? It's easier not to delve. Is is it easier not to delve into that? Well, it certainly it, it, uh, precipitates and helps the production of ATP in the body, which is the energy to the body, is the fuel of the body. If you want to think about it like that, you know, get STP for your cars and ATP for your body. So <laughs> it kind of works in that in that kind of uh, kind of fashion. So when you're improving the blood and and circulation, the one thing I didn't say about that is you improve that blood flow by improving the blood oxygenation. And so if you can improve the blood oxygenation, the, the cells can overall be healthier to better do their job of producing ATP and, and making the cell membrane potential to be improved. It actually helps the uh, cellular membrane be more permeable, allowing toxins out and nutrients in, allowing more oxygen in, allowing the other nutrients and proteins that you're giving it through your food and supplements to be better utilized uh, by the cellular makeup of the body. So so yes, when we get in and talk, start talking about the mitochondrial level and the ATP production and the cellular membrane and all that is all part of conversations that are had. You don't have to go that deep, but and, and a lot of times it gets too deep for me and I have papers. <laughs> Read this paper and let's talk to this doctor. But that's, uh, that's the situation. Great question and uh, thanks for throwing it up there, John. Appreciate it very much. Uh, are there any others uh, at this point that you're seeing there, Brad? Okay, so if any, oh, got a couple more uh, texts here from people who uh, would like to uh, share something. Let me bring this one up. Just dialing the number here, kind of like dialing for dollars. Oh, how many do we have uh, on the broadcast? Have we gotten to 50? That'd be nice. 31. Oh, come on. Tell your friend. Share this. Let's get it up there and we'll give away some stuff. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Very good. Good. Lori, you want yes. to have a question or you want to share a MagnaWave story? No, this is amazing. I've been using, in fact, I've been doing so much with the MagnaWave, the Max that I have, that I haven't even had time to finish my certification, but I will get it done. Okay. Um, so one of my clients has a small rescue, about an 11-year-old, looks like a Jack Russell mix, and he tore both his back ACLs. Oh. Um, I know. And uh, dog, <clears throat> they uh, did the x-rays and proved that it was um, not a full tear, but about at least 50% on both legs. And they went, did three weeks of therapy with... Um, with the typical therapy products with uh, medicine and uh, TENS unit and acupuncture and no success. The dog was walking on its front end and toe touching with the back feet. So uh, we started doing the MagnaWave. I have the Max and I use the small coil on one leg for 10 minutes and one the other leg for 10 minutes. And immediately he was able to put weight on both back feet. Wow. And uh, so then I waited a week. I would have loved to have done more often. Unfortunately, both of our schedules wouldn't permit it. So 
So I did another week, same exact thing, 10 minutes as much as the dog could stand um, intensity-wise. And at that point, the dog could walk, go outside on its own to the bathroom and back. Before, it was been kenneled. Kenneled, out, lifted, carried out, go to the bathroom, carried back in, back in the kennel. Right. Wow. So now, after two weeks, the dog was able to walk outside, use the bathroom, come back in on his own. After the third week, you could barely notice a limp. And the dog was taken to the surgeon. The surgeon was scheduled. And the surgeon said, well, whatever you're doing, absolutely keep doing. And we're not going to have surgery. Wow. So saved her $5,000 right there. Absolutely. That's how we, that's one of the, we got into it treating our boxer who had horrible hip dysplasia and we could treat that dog and she'd be fine until she'd chase a rabbit. You know, she'd be good for seven or eight days and all of a sudden she'd go chase a rabbit or a squirrel, kind of mess herself up a little again. We'd have to treat her somewhat to get her feeling good and back in shape, but we never had to have surgery. Uh, Same kind of deal. That's a wonderful story. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah, we're on week six, and the dog is now doing even a little bit of a trot. So I'm documenting everything and Great. keeping it as a case study. Perfect. Hopefully put together, and when they go in for the next x-ray, I'll be super excited to see what that says. That's incredible. Thank you, Lori, for sharing that. Be sure to well, send, thank your, you. yep, send your name and uh, to the support at Magnaway PMF, and we'll get you some gear. All right, well, you guys have a great day. Staying to you. Happy holidays. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Great story. Uh, ACL, my personal, I, I tore my MCL and uh, uh, messed it up and wanted to see the doctor and he was out of town. So I waited, didn't want to go to the emergency room, waited a couple of weeks, went to see the doc and he looked at me and he said, yeah, you've, you've messed it up, but you've got it far enough along now that we're not going to do an MRI. There's nothing else we need to do. Just keep it up and you'll, you'll be okay. And I was, it didn't take six months. It took about two and a half, three months. And I was uh, virtually moving just like I, it had never, never happened. Okay. Let's see here. We have another question or call, get it up here. I'm getting better at my dialing here this morning, so dialing for uh, information. So here we go. Amanda's got a question. Hello. Hi, Amanda. Pat Zemer with Magnum. Yes. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. Do you have a question? Yes, I do. So I'm a fairly new um, practitioner uh-huh. um, as of last month. So I have got a phone call from uh, somebody I, I didn't know at the time, and she said that she has been battling lameness for the last three weeks her horse has been on stall rest so her farrier and vet are not getting along okay. so one is saying <laughs> one is saying it's not the hoof the other one is saying it is the hoof um and so that's where they left it she got an ultrasound done she got x-rays done nothing nothing came up um as per the vet so she said well i'm going to give this a shot just to see what happens so the horse went from dead lame at the walk to after the first treatment which was 20 minutes with my um hoof box and doom paddle uh-huh um which machine i came back the next day and the horse was sound but this heat is still in that hoof um and we're now again three days in um the horse is 100 percent sound um but she's a little concerned about the lingering heat and you know obviously i can't figure out what it is you know can't diagnose what it is right um so now is this something that could happen could it be like a lingering abscess that just hasn't come out a bruise um or anything that you know typically 
it's a reason why that the heat is still lingering. Now, of course, you understand I'm not a veterinarian, uh, nor of a doctor, course, yes, <laughs> and, and, and so forth. But you know, just from conversationally thinking and having this. Yeah. It, from an abscess, from a, a bruise that that's there still, and, or, or some other type of irritation. Let's just say there could be a spur, or you know something yeah. causing some irritation. Could be something, an infection elsewhere in the body okay. that you know how you get something and it kind of centers on your. It's in your abdomen or it's in your shoulder. You know when when you get some different yeah. viruses and things like that to kind of hone in on one one location. Could be a referred situation where maybe the doc is talking about that's causing this. Mm-hmm. as a referred type of issue and so you got to take care of okay. everything to get to that could it be lingering okay. typically we see it go away but you know if the damage was such and it, it could just just take a little more time to get the if the nerves are involved which quite often they are it's harder to get inflammation out of a nerve and cartilage than okay. it is out of soft tissue so it just could yeah. take longer to deal with Okay, and I did do um, the, his first treatment. I did a full body on him, and his that same it's his you know left front and that same shoulder, that left shoulder. I couldn't even I couldn't even get near him with the coil because he was so sensitive. Right. Um, so it's just a matter of I guess at this point what is referring what and what is going on underneath everything. And and as the doctor so, and the farrier are doing, there's a lot of different thoughts and feelings on on how that exactly on how that develops. But to work that area certainly can help with the uh, referral thing. I, I tell two stories, okay. I'll tell them both quickly. You go to the state fair with the wrong pair of shoes, at the end of the day, your neck and shoulder are killing you, and it was your shoes, yeah. not anything that you did with your neck and shoulder. It's how your shoes okay. changed your posture. Same, you know, yeah. same thing when you have those types, now I lost the other one I was gonna tell you, but uh, that's that's how, <laughs> that's how it goes, and, and uh, certainly just kinda hang with it and stay with it. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Thank you very much. Well, you're certainly welcome. Be sure to uh, send your name and address to support at Magnaway PMF. We'll get you some gear. Excellent. Have a great holiday. Thank you. you. Thank you very much, Amanda. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Great question. Great uh, comments uh, uh, to to, uh, deal with. Let's see. We got another one. Let's go back here. All right. We have one. Let's dial this one up. How are we doing on time? Oh, we're okay just yet. Dial it up. Uh, how's our count doing? Are we uh, getting anywhere near? Oh, drop down a little bit. There we go. We're dialing up. Hello? Yes, ma'am. Pat Zemer here. Hey, hi, Pat. Hi. Hello. Um, okay, so I have two things for you. One, I've been treating a client for the last, like, two months. Mm-hmm. He has been suffering from lower back pain and it it's like on the right side of his hip where his sciatic is and it shoots down his leg to the point to where he can't walk. So we've been doing treatments. Um, I started off two times a week. We do his head, we do his chest, we'd work his lower back and then I do both hips. Mm-hmm. And then we he was able to maintain that pain. So we went to once a week, but now it's it's starting to come back. And he's been to the chiropractor, he went to a doctor, they did an adjustment. They gave him a bunch of painkillers, but said there really wasn't anything they could do. So I'm wondering if when I go in and do my treatments, if I should be doing something different other than head, chest, and hips, and back. You're basically doing a full body if you're approaching it in, in, in that fashion. And obviously there's something going on uh, deeper rooted um, 
are deeply rooted that people are talking about. I've always maintained if I treat a horse three or four times and he's not any better or he's better, but he doesn't mm -hmm. continue to improve, there's something else going on. There's some other issue, some other indication that the doctors need to take a look at and, and see what's going on. So you're doing the right thing to basically treat him sy okay. systemically uh, in that area, but I would certainly concentrate on the areas of issue. Okay. And then the next question is, when you, we talked a little bit about feet, and it kind of went in and out for me, so I'm, I apologize if you're answering a question again. That's okay. Um, but when I, when I do treatments on feet, I've been using the, the butterfly loops, mm -hmm. and then I've also been trying the paddle. Uh -huh. But my clients are not feeling anything. Like, we'll turn it up full blast, but when it's, you can hear it, but they're not feeling it yeah. the way that they feel it in the rest of their bodies. Okay, so uh, to, uh, let's talk about a couple of quick little things here. How old are your clients? Um, one of them is like 55. Mm -hmm. The other one is 80, uh, like 84. And then mm -hmm. I've done it on myself, and I can kind of feel it on full blast, but not. I feel like I should feel it more. Which machine? Um, so, uh, the... Pulse Pro. The Pulse Pro. Okay, and you and you will be able to feel it just fine. Uh, and, and now that depends on what's going on. And you might try to do two things if you're using the paddle. Flip the paddle over, and and use okay. use the other side. Uh, it it should be balanced, but just once in a while, based on various things, you can get it stronger out of one side than the other side. And it in because the way it's focused. You'll feel, if you put the large loop on their shoulder, you'll feel and see more movement than you will out of the paddle, the way the paddle produces its energy. And if you put it on the feet, and I use the paddle exclusively when I'm treating for, for circulation issues, uh, I'll, put, I'll place it on my heel, in the arch of my foot, and on the toes. And I may feel it more in one spot than I do in the other. They're getting the energy. I wouldn't worry about it. I would treat them and get them the energy, and they will see results. Okay, so just explain it that way. Is, Correct. Is you're you're probably not going to feel it, but Correct. you're getting the energy. Yeah, I mean you can you okay. can put it on their shoulder, and they're feeling it. Well, the same thing's happening in their feet. When, when and they may ha they may put it on their elbow and, and experience the same thing. They just don't feel it because there's not as much muscle tissue there and, and soft tissue to reverberate with the with the signal, if you will, you put it on the bottom of the foot, you're not going to, you're able to be able to turn it much higher and you will not always feel it the same. Okay. Okie doke. Cool. Okay. Thank, thank you. Thank you, sir. Be sure to write in and get your gear. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Happy holidays. Okay. Another great question. Let's see if we've had any other ones. Everything's quiet at this point. Uh, 9.55. We're about out of time. I have another meeting coming up here in just a few minutes. Let's see if there is there a question. That, let's see. I know it is FDA approved for anxiety in humans. What about dogs and how often? Uh, Hazel, great question. Of course, the modality of PEMF is used for anxiety and depression in humans. And just think it through. It'll do the same thing for a dog. Uh, simply treat the neck, shoulders. You could treat the head, back of the head, uh, certainly lightly as far as the treatment is concerned. But it, it can certainly serve to calm a dog 
and, and deal with anxiety. Now, I had a dog that had separation anxiety, and we would treat her, and she would be better, but she was just had a lot of separation anxiety. And uh, so we could get her to where she was calmer, and uh, she also had a horrible fear of thunder, and uh, she'd be just every place. So we would treat her at those times to help her calm down uh, dealing with those types of situations. So yes, I would certainly uh, ab use it as an application for anxiety. In people for depression, it can take a long, it can take a whole series of treatments. It's not, it's not always put it on once and oh boy, I, uh, my de, my uh, depressive state or my anxiety is improved. You'll feel better in, in many cases, but sometimes it just takes a multiple range of treatments to really get it working. And we've shared that uh, interview with one of our clients who came in and with uh, clinical depression, and it took weeks, but boy, the change was just very dramatic and, and long lasting. So. It'll do that. Let's see. We have another one. Uh, I was also going to mention that down here in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, the max is also sporadic with the pulsing, sometimes quite sharp. Uh, catches the horse and humans off guard at times. Should I be concerned? The unit was a demo and now, and now has 240 hours. I would not uh, worry about it. Um, it's, it's just one of those things that can happen. And uh, you, what you might do if you're in a situation that you see it happening with some regularity and you want it, and we can talk about it further, and, and there's a point that you'll want to have it tuned up, but I wouldn't worry about it with 240 hours uh, at this point, maybe 500 hours, 600, something like that. But just when you put it at the setting, if you know that you're in a setting of some pretty good in energy, just back it off a little bit so if it does get sporadic uh, for whatever the reason may be, it's, it's, it's not uncomfortable or it doesn't catch someone as much off guard as it could be other than that. Uh, I'll be in the Fort Lauderdale area, Lori, here in a few weeks and uh, uh, maybe we can catch up at some point and say hi and uh, I can take a look at your device or whatever. So uh, just stay in contact. Let's see, do we have another one? Uh, Leanne's got a question. Is it possible to get better results for hip dysplasia on large dogs if I use the wings and have the dog lie down? Uh, in the center if lying on the floor. Absolutely, uh, you can certainly potentially enhance the result doing that. You could put, if you're talking about the large wings, lay the dog in the wing and then drape the other wing over the other hip. And so you're doing all the way through. Or you could take both wings and kind of cradle them over the rear of the dog and it being a large dog and be able to approach it uh, from the back towards the front. So most certainly uh, the, the large wings will give you more versatility in how you are approaching uh, the area to deal with that. So uh, hope that helps. Uh, Leanne, thanks for asking the question here. Let's see, one more thing here I've got to mention. We're just moving right along here. Got another one. Um, let's see here. Hi, Kat. Hey. Hi, no, real very quickly here. Um, I had a patient yesterday who came um, to my facility and Good thing, you know, I mean, and I have to remind patients also that I'm, I'm an RN, I'm not an MD, so I, and I'm in the state of Ohio, which is different than California where I was currently okay. previously. Um, anyway, he, you know, I always ask them what medication they're on, just like the horse, if they're on a supplement, because the MagnaWave increases the uptake and the efficacy of the drug, right? whatever supplement. <clears throat> so if they're on Coumadin and then they're on, they're going to have a treatment, their blood will be thinned even more. Correct. 
So I told him that we should go at a lower power the first couple times, especially. He gets INRs every week. Uh huh. Report back to me what his INRs are going to be so I can document that. Okay, perfect. And then re- reminding all the patients that they need to increase their fluid and with animals make sure that they're drinking afterwards, like watch your horse's buckets and watch your dogs or cats because you want to make sure that you're um, detoxifying and you're uh, eliminating the waste uh, from the body. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that, yeah. Kathleen. Okay. Okay. Thank you're you. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Uh, we are about out of time. It looks like uh, no other questions have uh, popped up. Um, yep, they're, they're, everything's about the same. And I want to thank you for uh, being with us. Uh, this will be the last office hours of uh, 2018, I believe, because next Tuesday is Christmas Day, and the following Tuesday is New Year's Day. And a couple days after that, the MagnaWave Express hits the road. Be sure to go out and check out if you get your Echo uh, for Alexa for Christmas. Uh, hook it up and go search out MagnaWave flash briefings. We have a different flash briefing each day uh, covering machine information, protocols, all types of things like that. So it's Alexa. Uh, please do that and uh, check it out. So we'll see you in 2019 again right here on the MagnaWave Office Hour. So I want to thank you. It's been a great year. Uh, it's been fun sharing these Tuesday morning uh, uh, ventures with you to learn and grow and and help everyone's wellness uh, with MagnaWave. So wave on to a great new year. Have a nice holiday. Thank you so much. Have a great one. Bye-bye.